Back on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel and Dr. Greg Nicholson filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. Our producer is Shane Reardon. Coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Time to talk a little nutrition. We're going to bring on one of our favorite guests here who has set my life straight, Dr. Greg. Really changed my lifestyle of eating and nutrition and different things. I always ask Dr. Cole, he is a healthy eater. I feel guilty sometimes. We're in the Bulls media room and I have a big plate of food and usually healthy. All right, I got my salad, but it's Dr. Cole's portion and my portions are a lot different. I always feel so guilty, like I haven't eaten all day. But uh, I know you're supposed to eat like a peasant during dinner, right? Uh, you know, I think the information out there is 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 there. We have to glean it. We have to take it in. I, I do think portion control and and portion size is one of the things we don't talk about a lot. And in America, you know, it's just they just dump it on you. And, you know, that whole thing when you were a kid – Clean your plate. Yes. It might be the, the worst thing we told kids. Right, 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 right. Have a, have a palm's worth of, uh, of, of meat or chicken or whatever and not two pounds, right? <laughs> and I mean a palm's worth, not no. a pound's worth. Well, let's bring on our next guest. She is terrific. Karen Malkin, health counseling. She is a board-certified integrative health coach. She is in uh, Chicago, Glencoe, Tucson, Arizona, talking about setting you straight on healthy food lies. We have food lies out there, Karen. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. So tell us some of the uh, misconceptions. What are you hearing about? By the way, congratulations on your board certification for integrative health coach. There is a difference, right? Yes, there is. There's a national board certification that came out about a year ago. And um, I am a recently, there's about 1,100 of us that are board certified in integrative health coaching. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, that's really cool. So how do people get so misled by the food industry? Well, there's so much information out there that people are having trouble deciphering what should I eat. And I think it's misleading, A, because we're all unique in our own way, right? We all have different... um, physiology, we have different genetics and our ancestry, our cravings, our body type. So there's no one diet out there for everyone. So I really encourage my clients to experiment with different foods around their natural biocircadian rhythm, maybe meal timing and potentially exercising within with breakfast. So you kind of use your own body wisdom. But there's a lot of truth there and false marketing with regards to these food products and especially Food labels. You know, how can a box of Fruit Loops be labeled whole grain? Right. Well, Karen, the one thing we're seeing more and more now is that that label of organic. Um, you know, that organic eggs or organic milk. And I always say, well, wait a minute, where else did it come from? Uh, is there a designation uh, where you're allowed to put organic on it? And does it make a difference? It does make a difference, and certified organic is a USDA um, certification. And so if it's organic, it does make a difference because there are certain criteria that it must meet, and especially with regards to, like, pesticides and um, GMOs. So organic dairy and organic meat, when you have cows that are fed pesticide, uh, um, antibiotics, and grains with pesticides, 
um, you're going to have a different genetic chemical makeup in that meat. And so when you have um, cows that are grass-fed, they're eating greens, which have a lot of lutein in there, which are super anti-inflammatory, great for your brain. And the cows are eating greens and the cows are roaming free. They're getting exercise. They're a lot healthier than a cow that's, that's in a factory that's indoors. And you're also going to be enjoying food, um, enjoying meat from a cow that's been in the sun, and so that cow also gets vitamin D. So it's a whole different chemical makeup in the meat structure of, you know, organic grass-fed versus um, a cow that's factory farmed. And the same thing with dairy. You know, you, they pump up the chickens with antibiotics and different hormones, and you won't get that with certain if it's if it's pasture raised chicken. They are raised in the pasture, so there's you really do have to pay attention to the labels and understand what each of those labels the definition actually means. Karen, how about just going to a restaurant? Uh, then we're looking for grass-fed, correct? Is that is that e- easily labeled by most of these restaurants? Or oh, most yeah. Most don't have them, though, right? Yeah. On the menu, if it's, you know, if it's beef, it will say, it's, it's certainly they'll let you know if it's grass-fed because it'll be more expensive. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, you know, I, see, I don't see a lot of grass-fed out there in restaurants yet in Chicago, but I do see a lot of free-range chicken. Visiting with Karen Malkin, our health counselor, board-certified integrative health coach Steve Cashel, and Dr. Greg Nicholson filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. Karen uh, is marvelous at uh, what she does. Uh, KarenMalkin.com is her website. And um, there's so many misconceptions out there, right, that lead to unhealthy understanding of what what we eat. Karen, you touched on some of them. I mean, it's a simple, Dr. Nicholson, Dr. Cohen, Karen, and I were talking about this uh, in a show not long ago about just simply saying purified water in a, in a you know plastic bottle. She really, Karen, has really made me think about drinking water out of these plastic bottles because, <laughs> as Karen says, you know, who knows where those 24, 28 bottles in a case were stored, right? In the sun with, yeah. uh, or in a hot uh, a semi-tractor trailer. For a week or two, and that that plastic does have some uh, microchemicals that can get into the water. Yeah, you know? Karen can uh, echo that, right? Yep, those would be the BPAs, and so I recommend getting a filter in in, in your home and using filtered tap water and a glass jar or a metal jar, and just refilling your own filtered tap water. So, Karen, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be healthy today at lunch, and I'm gonna order okay. a, you know a Chinese chicken chop salad with the peanut you know, dressing on the side, and there's veggies all over it. Uh, I should feel pretty good about myself, right? I, You know, I didn't get a burger and fries. So I got a salad. I mean, come on, I got a salad. That's what we all think, right? Yeah, and so I would look at the vegetables and look at the salad and and how dark are those lettuce, the lettuce. Is it spinach, arugula, kale, or is it iceberg lettuce? And then how many, how much... Maybe shredded carrots or broccoli or green beans. How much, how many veg- How much quantity of the vegetable is actually in that salad? So is it mostly iceberg lettuce and maybe five tablespoons of vegetables? And you really want to get five to nine servings of vegetables each day. And so that's like that's like four and a half cups. So how many cups of veggies are actually in that salad? That's a lot. It that's, really is, isn't it? That's a, I, you know when you said that, that's a lot of veggies, and I. I would imagine 95% of Americans don't do that. 
No, you are absolutely right. Ninety <laughs> percent of Americans do not do it. And when we first started talking, when you first started talking this morning, you mentioned portion control, and the reason why portion control appears to be the problem, but it's really not the problem, is because if you fill your plate, if you look at your plate and 50% of it are colorful vegetables, you can only consume so much and you can consume quantity, but there's no calories and there's so many micronutrients and those are your anti-inflammatory foods. Those are, that's what's going to boost athletic performance. That's what's going to help with age-related diseases and cancers and dementia and that's what's going to allow you to make to live a long and healthy life are those colors, all those phytochemicals. You brought up iceberg lettuce. Is that just basically water then and not a lot of nutrients? It's mostly water and not a lot of nutrients. But those deep colors, the deep, dark, leafy greens, the arugula, the kale, basil, romaine has some calcium in there. But you really want the deep colors. And so red peppers, green foods, yellow foods, orange foods, purple foods. I encourage my, my, my students to eat the rainbow of vegetables, you know, starting with dark leafy greens at the top of the food chain. So, you know, that, chicken, that Chinese chicken salad that you had today, you know, how many vegetables were actually really in there? Visiting with Karen Malkin, our board-certified integrative health coach. KarenMalkin.com is uh, the website, and uh, Karen uh, does such a marvelous job here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Karen, uh, something came up a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe just a week ago. I'm reading uh, maybe it was a, a study from China or Japan, uh, somewhere overseas, um, saying that people, healthy people are, are waking up in the morning having four glasses of water 45 minutes before they put food in their body. Do you subscribe to that? You know, I like that. I don't know about four glasses, but I definitely recommend people start their day with a glass of water because while you're Filtered sleeping, water? To start with a glass of water because while you're sleeping, you know, your, your body, you wake up dehydrated. Right? So the best thing you could do is replenish your body with some water to hydrate your cells. Because you're sleeping overnight, you're not drinking, you're breathing, which is going to dehydrate your body. And so I love that idea of starting your, the day with water. Four cups is a little much. I think that might not be sustainable and you could feel really bloated. But I love that idea of having a glass or two first thing in the morning. And I, do, I actually do that myself. Do you? And then uh, tell me about your typical breakfast. I will start my day with my superfood smoothie that includes a vegan rice protein blend. I actually created this, this brand. It's called MCT Lean. It's a, I think you've had it. I have. And it's terrific. And then I'll throw in, you know, so I've got my liquid. I'll put a liquid. My liquid would be water. I do some protein, and I'll have some kale and some spinach and carrots and celery. I'll throw it in there, a, half of a beet, some frozen blueberries, MCT oil or an avocado, and um, that's typically my breakfast. Once in a while, I'll have one of my transformation bars if I'm, if I'm on the run, but I also really like eggs for breakfast. So I believe in protein, high-quality fats, and greens. So I'll do like a fried egg over a bed of spinach with a side of avocado and tomato slice. You're and healthy. if you want, you can throw in a piece of whole grain toast, but I don't really, I, I don't really typically consume bread. Right, right, right. Uh, I played golf the other day with a client who uh, had uh, a shake similar to yours, the protein mm-hmm. shake, but did not know anything about the MCT lean oil. 
And uh, I was, uh, I said, you got to try the MCT Lino. I'll give you your website, KarenMalkin.com, or you can purchase that. But I, I couldn't describe it. Can you describe it for our listeners what it does? Well, MCTs are medium-chain triglycerides, and so they're a shorter-chain fat than your typical long-chain vegetable fats. And so they're just metabolized differently in your body. The shorter-chain fats can cross the blood-brain barrier. There's research around, um, you know, coconut oil and MCT oil for brain health. Because it, because it can cross the blood-brain barrier, also for athletic performance, I found that a lot of my athletes are are their endurance is longer with their workouts when they can add in some MCT oil. And the same thing with weight loss; it the shorter chain fats metabolize differently than the long chain, so they don't get stored as fat. So the MCTs are kind of like a fuel source for athletes, and what or age, for anybody that likes to be active and and have energy. Can you give that to a ten-year-old? Um, you know, I do a teaspoon, and, and it's also a saturated fat, so it should be part of your dietary saturated fat budget. You know, your monounsaturated fats are the healthiest fats. That's your olive oil. That's your um, avocados. There's also an algae oil out there called by, made by Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E. You can get it on Amazon, Whole Foods. It's, it's, it's algae oil, and it's really high in heart-healthy monounsaturated fats. So I'm, you know, primarily olive oil, avocados, monounsaturated fats, but I do consume a little bit of MCTs and coconut oil. And you can as put part the of my saturated fat budget. And What's Karen, that? you can put the MCT oil in your shake in the morning, or you can put it on your salad, right? Even a, a teaspoon. Start with a teaspoon, then go with a yeah. tablespoon. So I mix it with my salad dressings, mostly olive oil, a little bit of MCT oil. I'll put it in my smoothie. Some people put it in their coffee. They do MCT oil and coffee and put it in the blender with some butter. That's like that really high-fat coffee. Um, and so MCTs are also in geriatric formulas and baby formulas because they're so easy to digest and so quick to digest. So MCTs have been around for a long time. Karen Malkin uh, is our guest right here. A uh, couple quick uh, other comments from uh, from Karen. Karen, what are you seeing out there? What have you learned as a board-certified integrative health coach? Uh, what are come, some of the trends that uh, we should be thinking about as takeaways? You know, I've studied so many different dietary theories, and it really all comes down to an anti-inflammatory diet consisting of whole foods, mostly plants, lots of leafy greens, colorful veggies, some fruit, legumes, and healthy whole grains for certain people. You know, not everybody metabolizes carbohydrates the same way. So, you know, you have to sort of know your body type and see how many grains you could would be healthy for you in a day. But that seems to be really the, the food plan that, that withstands the test of all. And I tell Karen, Dr. Nicholson, that I still love my sweet tea and I love a pizza once a week. She says, it's okay. You know, don't overindulge in it. Right, Karen? I mean, oh, me too. if, if you feel good with something, do you? Dark chocolate yeah. is good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Moderation, right? I mean, you got to reward yourself for your good behavior. It's just, you do. it's about moderation and, you know, and creating consistency. Creating a healthy relationship with food is important. And when you're calorie restricting, it's just going to cause guilt and stress around food. So that's why I tell people just... Eat the colors, you know, don't count calories, don't worry about it. Eat slowly and mindfully because you talk about portion control. If you're a fast eater, you know, you can down one cheeseburger in 20 minutes or you can down three cheeseburgers in 20 minutes. But if you allow your body those 20 minutes and eat mindfully and slow and slowly, you'll eat less. And finally, what about uh, what's too late to eat at night? What time? You know, there's... 
I prefer to eat earlier than later because the later you eat, you know, you want to allow your body a couple hours to digest your food before you go to sleep. So eating right before bed is actually a really great way to gain weight. But, you know, eating after 7 o'clock doesn't necessarily mean you will definitely gain weight. If you're, if you're not... If you're not eating all day long and you're waiting until, you know, 5, 6, 7 o'clock to start consuming all of your calories, likely people are going to overeat between the hours of like 5 and 10 and they're going to go to bed full and they're going to wake up heavier. So eating dinner earlier would be healthier, but it's not necessarily something we need to do every day. But you really want to consume um, a rhythm of meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, minimize snacking, burn your own body fat between meals, and really love your food. Well, what you're, you know, what I'm hearing is uh, have your plan. You can deviate from that. You don't need to be so uh, restrictive with yourself, but it's consistency over time, right? It is. I mean, I eat so many vegetables and so many healthy, you know, anti-inflammatory foods that I don't, it's not a big deal for me if I have some cheesecake or if I go out to dinner and I have bread and dip it in the olive oil or have dessert because it's all about vitamin Q. And if you can think about the quality of foods that you've eaten all day, don't worry about what you're, what you're going to eat tonight. Karen, finally, what's on your website? What should we be looking for if people visit the website? Karen Malkin, M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Well, I have a new 14-day transformation program. It's called Toxin Takedown, and environmental health is an area in which I'm very passionate about. The diet is the same as my other two 14-day transformations, which you and Dr. Cole have both experienced. Yes. But this one is um, one tip you can – I I give you one tip each day that you can do to help reduce your toxic body burden. For instance, day one would be to swap out plastics for glass, and I tell you why, and I tell you what those chemicals are in plastics and how they impact your body. And it's $49, and I'm donating 100% of the profits to the Environmental Working Group. So it's really a labor of love. It's, It's charity to the Environmental Working Group. And it also is, in my opinion, beneficial for anybody who wants to help reduce some of their toxic body burners, especially young women who want to get pregnant. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Sounds great. Good stuff. Again, uh, a health counselor, psychology of eating coach. She's a board-certified integrative health coach and uh, one of our key contributors here on Sports Medicine Weekly, Karen Malkin. Karen, thanks so much for your time and uh, lending your expertise to uh, our listeners this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. KarenMalkin.com, the website. When we return, it's our staple of the show, Ask the Doctor segment. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Greg Nicholson this week, only on 670 The Score.